Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. Hello. We're so glad you're here. Yes, amen. It's a good day. We're excited that you're here. You can join us anytime on connectionshow.org. You can go back and see past episodes, or if you super really like this one, you can watch this one again and again and again. Yes. <laughs> I see a kid going, again, again, again. And today... Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Today's episode, we're going to be talking about fasting. What? And I can just hear somebody now going, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> She wanted to take my food. <laughs> that was an awesome moment. <laughs> that was. Yeah, we, um, we've had a lot of questions recently about fasting. And uh, fasting, we have found to be one of the most important things yes. that you can do at this time. And we're going to take a look at that and answer some of those questions for you. We're not and just crazy. It's yeah, actually in the Word. It actually is in the Bible. You know what? It's in the Bible a, a whole lot. lot. <laughs> it's all over the place. You don't hear it preached that much. <laughs> <laughs> but You know, there really are a whole lot of chunky monkey pastors. <laughs> I'm just saying. That is true. <laughs> don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. <laughs> I just heard your Jesse come out. <laughs> We, um, <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't even know how to recover from that. But anyway, there's uh, fasting. It should be such a part of our life. You know, our life with God is supposed to be supernatural. Yes. And it sh fasting is a part of that supernatural life. And if we're not experiencing the supernatural in our lives, that should be normal for anybody who is a child of God and in a relationship that is spiritual with God, they should have a supernatural um, lifestyle and supernatural fruit of that. Yeah. And fasting is a part of that. And that's why, honestly, I believe that's why in the body of Christ we don't see as much as we should because this is one of the elements that has... Uh, it's not been lost completely at all, but it's been lost in the mainstream, I would say, of yeah. the body of Christ. And, and I know the Lord has brought it up to us to change that in our lives. And uh, I'll tell you, we have seen some fruit yeah. in the church uh, as people have started to fast. Man, we have seen some stuff break off of them and them walk in some freedom that's beautiful. And that's what we want to tell you about is how to walk in the freedom of God. And fasting plays a part in that. And so I wrote this uh, just to start us out with is this. Supernatural things happen in our lives because we apply supernatural principles. That's very simple, but I'll finish it with this. Fleshly things happen in our lives because we apply fleshly principles. So if we want to continue to see the flesh rule and reign in our life, then we just keep on doing fleshly things. Yep. But if we want to see the supernatural things rule and reign in our life, then we've got to start doing some of those supernatural things. And fasting is that. That's, fasting is a supernatural tool and weapon that God has given us, and it really does change, change things. And the truth of it is, 
Uh, as soon as you say the name, you know, say the word fasting, most people's flesh start Screams. flipping out. <laughs> no! But, and I get that because I have been there. But I, I tell you what I've found and what we've found is when you get into a habit of applying the supernatural weapon of fasting in your life, you really get to the place where you enjoy it and you yeah. get to the place where I mean you're you're going to stop and you're going to start eating normal again in a sense but you really get to the place where you go man I can't wait to do that again yeah. and that seems so foreign to our mind and here's the reason why because as human beings we were created in the image of God and a lot of people some people know this but there's a lot of people that don't that we are a three-part being. We are spirit, soul, and body, or spirit, will, mind, and emotions, and then the body is the flesh. We're so used to listening to the flesh that when we hear the word fasting, our flesh kind of screams. But when we get to the place where we start really listening to the spirit and connecting with God through the spirit, we find there's a whole uh, separate environment in spiritual terms mm -hmm. that our spirit really thrives in yeah. and a lot of times we are not thriving because our spirit is not thriving and fasting really helps to break the ties from the flesh and move into the environment that we actually are created in the main element of who we are the main part of who we are is a spirit God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. We are created in his image. We are a spirit. We have a mind, and we live in a body, but our main environment is spiritual. And so when we live, when we try to live all of our life in the fleshly environment, we're missing our potential. We're missing the blessings that God actually has for us. Mm -hmm. Fasting helps us move our thinking and our act operation into the proper environment. That's one of the beauties. And that's how you can get into fasting and all of a sudden you're, you're sitting there going, I'm really enjoying yeah. this. And, and listen, you can not do it enough. You can also take it too far. Um, you have to be mindful and be wise. And the biggest thing is you just need to be led by God, right. which fasting also helps us with. Yeah. There's so many different benefits. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, we'll just call this series Fasting 101, but I want to read you this because a lot of people are like, are you sure that we should fast? I mean, we, <laughs> we have grace and we have our righteousness and, you know, we have all things already. Do we need to fast? Well, Jesus seemed to think so. <laughs> so um, let's go to Matthew 6 and verse 16, and uh, it says this, Whenever you fast... Do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. In other words, you don't have to go around telling everybody that, hey, I'm fasting. Actually, you shouldn't do that. Um, I, I can, I've had times when I've been fasting and uh, the Lord, and you know, I've lost weight because I was not eating. And uh, one of the things that happened, and we'll, we'll talk about what kind of fast there are, because there are different kinds of fast, but mainly the Bible talks about fasting. It's talking about not eating solid foods, and uh, it's talking about just not eating, uh, 
not eating. Maybe you have water, maybe you have something besides water. Most of the Bible fasts are with water and no food. Uh, that's the majority of fasting that they're talking about. So I've been fasting before. I start dropping weight, and people that love me, they start asking questions. Uh, did you mean to lose that weight? Uh, are you doing it on purpose? You know, and what they're really asking you is, are you sick? You know, but they don't <laughs> want to say that. That's what they're asking, though. And I, I was like, Lord, how do I put their mind at ease? And, and how do I put it with ease, at ease without telling them, hey, I'm fasting, you know? Quit, shut up. Quit asking me questions. You know, <laughs> how do you do that and not share that? And the Lord just said, hey, I've, I've changed my eating habits. And that's a great way to say it and not uh, publicly announce that, hey, I'm doing this supernatural practice and uh, when the Lord told me not to. So he says, truly, they have their reward if they share that. He says, verse 17, but you, now this is Jesus talking, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So notice the words that Jesus, I wrote this down. Fasting is when, not, not if. if. <laughs> you know, Jesus said, when you fast. Yeah. He didn't say, if yeah. you fast. He said, when. So that's the first thing. Jesus expects us to fast. This is something he said. I know you have another verse that backs yeah, that up. Yeah, I have up. one back in Mark 2, verses 18 through 20. It says, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and they came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, while the bridegroom is with them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot fast, can they? So long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day. Yes. So he says, as soon as the bridegroom uh, is taken away, as soon as Jesus leaves the earth, they will fast. That's right. So again, Jesus is expecting his believers to fast. To fast. To fast. And that's that's a beautiful thing, really. You know, it's um you see that a lot at, that Jesus is expecting us to fast. Well, my goodness, if he's expecting believers to fast, how come we don't We should fast. Yeah. I was really surprised and uh I've We've fasted most of our adult lives, I would say, because mm -hmm. we've been going after the Lord most of our adult lives. Um, not always. There were times when we probably should have done it more, and there's you know, maybe times when we should have done it less. I don't really think oh, too yeah. many of those. But um, we, on a regular basis, would fast. We'd do you know, a day, three days, uh, there for a while. I know we were having services on Wednesday night, and I would fast. Um, until the Wednesday night service. Uh, I still do this today. Just I know that people have questing, questions on fasting. Um, on Sunday morning, I fast until the service is over every Sunday. I never eat uh, before our services are completed on Sunday. Uh, it's just a part of what I do. I'm consecrating myself. I'm, I'm separating myself unto the Lord. And uh, I basically fast every Sunday. And um, 
I see people getting hungry at 12, and it makes me laugh <laughs> because I'm like, I'm really hungry. I hadn't had anything, you know, but um, that's pastor humor, and sorry. Um, but so I fast on a regular basis, but what I was really surprised to see is that as I started recently talking to believers about fasting, it was a very rare believer that actually had, had ever fasted. Yeah. Or definitely a rare one that had fasted on a regular basis. And uh, I was really so sh uh, shocked yeah. at the number and how low it was. Um, so we just wanted to show you that Jesus, real quickly, that Jesus really did say that we mm -hmm. need to fast. And that continues on. And you see it beyond you know just Jesus' time and before he uh, leaves to go to heaven and after he leaves to go to heaven as well. And I want to turn to Acts uh, chapter chapter 13 and you had here uh, verse 1 now there was at Antioch in the church that was there prophets and teachers Barnabas and Simeon who was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manaen who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul verse 2 while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting the Holy Spirit said set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So here you see the apostles, and you see after Jesus is gone, you see other men that are sitting there, and they're praying, and they're fasting. They're, and the Lord says this, uh, the Holy Spirit says uh, by Luke here in, the, in Acts, that they were, it was, fasting was, went hand in hand with ministering to the Lord. This was a part of ministering to the Lord. And uh, they were ministering to the Lord and fasting. And here is where the Holy Spirit really shows up strong and he ordains Saul and sends him out yeah. uh, as basically an ordained minister of the gospel. And it's tied in with their fasting. A lot of times we're, I would say because of our lack of fasting, using that supernatural weapon and tool, we're... Is it very possible for us to not be hearing the commands of the Lord in our life? Um, I would absolutely say yes, yes. that's possible. Um, just because you're fasting doesn't mean you're going to have the Lord come down and speak to you in an audible voice every single time. Uh, it, it does more things besides that, but are there times because we're not fasting that we could be missing that? Absolutely, absolutely. without question. So I just want to go over some more benefits here of fasting. Um, Isaiah 58 is going to be a really strong chapter that talks about fasting. Would you like to read? Just read verse 6 and let's look at each one of the benefits there. Yeah. So Isaiah 58 6 says, Is this not the fast which I choose to loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke? That's a lot of, a lot of benefits just right there in that one in verse. In one verse, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. First of all, you have bonds. There's bondage of wickedness, mm -hmm. and it loosens them from off your life. Fasting brings about the loosening of bondage. It undoes the bands of the yoke. So there's a yoke that's trying to, to get you to go the world's way, and it undoes that, mm -hmm. those bands. It loosens those bands and breaks them. 
It lets the oppressed go free. It brings Amen. freedom, fasting, a piece of a, a benefit and a manifestation of fasting is that the oppressed go free. Yeah. And we've, we've really seen this in our church where people have started fasting and all of a sudden they've had some oppression on them. Maybe mm -hmm. they recognize it, maybe they didn't. They get to the end of fasting and they're like, I'm free. Yeah. It, it's happening a lot. Yeah. And then it says fasting leads us to the place where it breaks every yoke. Yes. So that's some supernatural. I can tell you I have ministered for years to people and not seen those things happen on certain people. Lots of preaching, lots of praying, everything. And yet he's saying all this stuff is wrapped up in fasting. Mm -hmm. Man, I want, as a pastor, I want, I want people at the church to be fasting all the time because it brings freedom to them. That's well, a, and that's why it's fought against. And, yes. you know, that's why the enemy basically hides it from you know, tries to keep it hidden from us and scares you know, people and scares people from yeah. doing it is because if we get this we break his power yes he has he has no way to keep wickedness in our lives he has no way to oppress us to yoke us down and try to right. you know direct our paths with his ways so why do you think fasting is attacked right right um, in Hebrews eleven six, it says, Without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Well, fasting in itself is a putting down of the flesh, and what it really is at its root, it is, it is seeking God and his things. Yes. It is seeking him. And so the Lord says this, because fasting is a way of seeking him, a very uh, genuine and, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a very uh, grassroots effort of seeking him. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden what happens in fasting is that God rewards that person. Yes. He is, this is a promise from God, he is a rewarder of them that seek him. And if seeking him is somebody who's fasting, then he is a rewarder of those that fast and go after him. Yeah, so, amen. Yeah. So then uh, Romans 13, 14 says, But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regards to its lust. So whether we, you know, lust is a word that most time our mind thinks in a sexual way about lust, but really lust of the flesh is you can lust after food yeah. you can lust after uh shows on you can lust after uh, lots of different things you can you know lust after the latest technology you mm -hmm. can there's lots of things and the flesh has plenty of those things that it lusts after yeah. right and so when we fast ultimately what we're doing is we are putting the flesh in its place and God tells us that we need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, which means we're putting the lust of the flesh to the side and we're picking up the things of the Spirit. Yeah. That's exactly what fasting does. And when he says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, make no provision for the flesh in regards to its lust, that's exactly what fasting does. So again, it's a tool for us to grow and, and grow up higher. You want to read Ephesians 4, 24? Yeah, it says, and put on the new self 
which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. So in this verse, it tells us to put on the new self. The yeah. new self is one that puts aside the lust of the flesh. And so we have a responsibility to move into the place where we are being proactive. Yeah. We're being proactive. And that's exactly what fasting is. It is being proactive against the flesh and being active to grab a hold of the things of the Spirit. So the Lord commands us to do these things, and fasting is one of the greatest ways to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote this. If we would just get to the place where we truly submit our flesh, the rise in our lives would be magnificent. Yeah. I mean, it, it really would. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about the flesh. What's the job of the flesh? It's constantly going to pull you away from God. Yes. You know, I mean, I can't think of one good thing the flesh does. Right. You know, it's constantly trying to divide you from the spirit, from the spirit man that you are. So when you think of it that way, fasting is putting down that flesh. I think of it sort of like how a, a snake sheds its skin. You know, it sheds that old skin. You get rid of that, that fleshly junk that's trying to keep you from God. And when you put down that flesh, it's not that God necessarily speaks to you more, but you're able to hear him yeah. better because you've gotten rid of the flesh that's screaming at you, do this, do that, go this way. Yeah. You're putting that down. You're submitting it. You can hear God better. You're stepping, like we said earlier, you're stepping out of a fleshly environment and, and stepping into a into spiritual, a spiritual yes. environment. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, let's quickly go over the benefits of fasting just found in Isaiah 58. Yeah. If you want to go through all of those verses and then I want to tell, uh, we can tell a couple of stories about okay. uh, some of the things we've seen. So we just read verse 6. We're going to start with verse 8 and go through 12. And it's in Isaiah 58. It says, Then your light will break out like the dawn and your recovery will speedily spring forth and your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Verse 9, Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. So, let, let's hold up there. Okay. Let's, let's look at each benefit in there. Um, so, first of all, one benefit is your light will break mm -hmm. out like the dawn. Yeah. Jesus, this, these are all the benefits of fasting. The subject in this whole uh, passage is fasting. So, we have a light within us that's designed to break out yes. and God wants to break it out and fasting breaks it out of us and lets our light shine instead of you know hiding it under it's a bushel. Light of mine. Yeah. It, our light is able to shine for Christ properly. That's a huge benefit. We're in other words, we're stepping into the role that God actually has for us. Uh, our recovery. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't just spring forth. It speedily. It speedily springs fast. forth benefit of fasting uh, the righteousness our righteousness it goes before mm -hmm. us so in other words our righteousness in Christ that God has made us the righteousness of God in Christ that is the key to unlocking all of grace that's the key to unlocking the power of God is the key to unlocking a stable life our righteousness goes before righteousness is huge um, so that sounds like just a small statement. Our righteousness goes before us. But in but other words, huge. what that says is that God goes before us 
and he handles business before we even get there. Uh, I like that. We could camp out right there. <laughs> we sure could. And then in that one verse, the glory of the Lord mm. will be your rear guard. In other words, it will protect us, yeah. you know, and it will keep things from coming and overtaking us that we don't even see coming. It brings up those issues. God says, I got your back. <laughs> Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so verse 9. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness, and if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness, and your gloomy, your gloom will become like midday. So again, here's benefit in verse 9. You will call, the Lord will answer. How many people want to hear from the Lord? Fasting opens up those communication airways, those, those links to God. Uh, you'll cry and he'll say, I'm here. In other words, I've heard, we've heard time and again people say, I just want to know God's there. Fasting helps bring that into being. Mm -hmm. Your light will rise in the darkness. In other words, those days when you feel like everything's dark, fasting helps that light come out. Yeah. And then your gloom will become like midday. In other words, your gloom will disappear and it'll be as bright as the shine. midday sun. Yeah. Yep, next verse. All right, verse 11. And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones and you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Lord will continually guide you. And man, that's how beneficial to have the person who knows everything guide you into each yes. step. And that it will save you from all the pitfalls that you could fall into because he's guiding you. Satisfy your desire in scorched places. You know, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, yeah. you comfort me. You are with me. He will give. He will not only lead me through that place, but in the middle of it, I will be satisfied. Yeah. That's through fasting. Strength to my bones. That's health. I will be like a watered garden. Uh, that you know. In other words, I have the strength that I need, mm -hmm. and a spring of waters. Who a spring of water whose waters do not fail. In other words, that that river of living water will never stop. It just constantly is feeding you, feeding you, feeding you. All right, the last verse 12. Last verse, Isaiah 58, 12. Those from among you will repair the ancient ruins. You will raise up the age-old foundations, and you will be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets in which, you, in which to dwell. In other words, you will, you will restore things that has been lost in the past. You'll raise up uh, things that should have never gone away. Mm -hmm. You will be one of the ambassadors of God that's bringing about God's goodness in this life. And just a restore, it's awesome. And create places where people can dwell in the goodness of God. Right. That's what it's talking about. There's, you know, one of the things that we've seen just in general, we're about to wrap up here, is that at this year, as fasting has come into Boomerang Church, uh, where we pastor it, um, Man, we have seen just breakthroughs, yeah. breakthroughs, stuff that has been kind of trying to hold on in people's lives, and it's just dropping like flies. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Fasting has broke the bonds yeah. and has given freedom. There's a da Bishop David Oyedepo said, anything supernatural is facilitated by faith. 
And instead of letting fasting scare you, if we will say, you know what, if God says I'm supposed to fast, Lord, I trust you that you will provide the strength, you will provide the willpower, you will show me how to do it, you will protect me, you will anoint me too fast. If somebody will get that hope on them for that, all of a sudden they will move into that and God will start opening up all these. He will reward them that seek Him. And we just need to apply faith to what God has said. And fasting is one of those things that God has said to do. He also says this. He he made this statement concerning fasting. Don't eat away your destiny because in fasting your destiny can be unlocked and opened up. And a lot of people are so concerned about eating they never go into a fast and they miss the destiny that God has for them. Don't eat away your destiny. That, that one really hit me strong. I hope you've enjoyed this. We'll talk some more about fasting. If you have any questions about that, feel free to send us a note at connectionshow.org. And uh, just connect with God right now. Pray this prayer. Just say, Father, I confess Jesus is the Lord. He's the director of my life. He makes my choices for me. I believe that he died for me. I believe that God brought him back to life. And when he raised him up to life, he raised me up to life with him in Jesus' name. And now I'm raised to life. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy your week. Have a great one in Jesus' name. And uh, let's do some fasting together as time goes by. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.